Hello, sunshine, my old friend. Yeah, yeah. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hello. Don't mind that. He's just practicing for his audition on The Voice. Yes, because I'm going to meet Ariana Grande. She's going to turn... Ariani? Is it giving Ariani? Is it giving Arianka? Yeah, she's definitely going to turn her um, chair around for me, but, um, you know, that's, that's for the future. But, um... Today, oh. today, loves, we're talking about boundaries. Boundaries. You should get it tattooed on your forehead. Um, <laughs> the fuck? I know, I know, I know. Me and my British accent, that's not really British, it's something else. I don't know, whatever. Well, that was kind of Wales. You sounded like Tace. Mm, mm. Yeah, what did she say? Uh, oh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> But today we want to talk about boundaries because boundaries are, I think, are really important. But I feel like some people also use boundaries as an excuse for bad behavior, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but boundaries. What is a, what is a boundary, Aaron? Give me the definition. <laughs> oh my god! If you guys could see Dan when we're recording. Oh, this is our first. In person. This is our first in person. Since last year. Since last year, baby. Yeah. The first non Zoom because we're both Vax girls, Pfizer gang. Fizzy gang. Mm, mm, mm. Link up. <laughs> um, Bad bitch, link up. I love when people say, this summer's about to be a movie. <laughs> it's so. Like, shut, shut up. up. I'm it's... like, yeah, the only movie it's going to be is a horror and we're all going to fucking die. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, so a boundary. A boundary is knowing your limits within different contexts. Mm-hmm. So how far you're willing to entertain an action, an ideal, you know. So for example, say... My boundary for Dimitri is like, we can't talk about tacos, you know, that triggers me. (laughs) So a boundary I'm setting is we can't talk about it because you love tacos, you know, like you're interesting example. I don't know if that made sense the way I thought it did. Yeah, but yeah. (laughs) So Virgo, you correct it. Yeah. Well, I'll give like an example, right? So like. (laughs) Boundaries, and I think uh, I think the word comes up a lot in terms of like, especially like in 2020, 21, like you know, relationships and friendships and stuff like that, right? So, to me, a boundary obviously it's like a limit, and if we're using an exact definition, it's a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing <laughs> line, a limit of a subject or sphere of activity. But for us, for people, I think like a boundary is is kind of like a guard that you put up. Um, in the sense of like, for whether it be for yourself or for other people, so that they don't cross it because it'll either trigger a past trauma or um, it's just not something that you're willing to do or to talk about or to get into, right? So, like for example, I'm thinking of 2021 version of Dem and what boundaries mean to me. I think you know having the the mindset of like my time is valuable right and i'm not going to just give it to anyone and everyone i want to be like more intentional with my time so like i have to develop boundaries of like 
you know, not saying yes to everything, right? Mm-hmm. And not being, like, a yes man and a person that's there for everyone because at the end of the day, like, I'm fucking myself over because I'm not watering my own plants. Does that make sense? Yeah, That was very, it, it was very, you know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, that that's a boundary to me. Or, for example, I think, like, you know, navigating this new relationship, I think in the beginning of things, I was very conscious of, you know, having a line of like how much time I would spend with Edward um, <laughs> because I didn't want to be that person where it's like where you like somebody like you're just spending all your time with them yeah. because like that's also not healthy so it's like putting up that boundary for yourself of like no okay like this is time for him but this is time for me and this is time for my friends and like understanding that like there needs to be limits sometimes mm. and um, or else you just become so uh, just, I don't know, like manic in life. Like, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, you just you just kind of, if you don't have boundaries, you kind of become a, a mat for people to walk over. Exactly. Like, you literally, and I think it, it you have no boundaries when you suffer with a lot of insecurities because you're just wanting to be liked and accepted or feel a part of something. And when you're insecure, obviously, there's like doubts in your head telling you the opposite. So you don't set boundaries. So you become a people pleaser. You become someone who can't stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. Where once you are aware of your needs and how uh, to get them, setting up boundaries helps you get there. You know? Right. Like, not letting people disturb you between certain hours. Or mm-hmm. maybe, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, another boundary that has nothing to do with other people, but maybe just, like, with yourself is, like, you know, not going on social media for the first, like, two hours of the day when you wake up. Because right. you know that that's not going to contribute to, like, a positive, like, mental attitude for the day. Yeah. Um, or if you know that someone has hurt you in a way in the past, whether it be, I don't know. Mm, I'm losing my train of thought. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, I just think, like, based on past experiences, like, you know what you will and won't deal with, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, with that being said, you set up boundaries for yourself to not fall back into situations that you've experienced in the past that didn't make you feel good, right? Um, Or, like, in conversations, like, asking the other people to stay away from certain words mm -hmm. or in arguments when people want to get loud and talk crazy literally setting up that kind of it seems obvious boundary but sometimes we don't and we mm-hmm. let people talk to us a certain way yeah so setting up that little boundary of like wait we can have a conversation but you're not going to talk to me like that mm-hmm. you know and that it helps for effective communication mm-hmm. and it helps you just start realizing where your limit is and you know how far you're willing to deal with Stuff like that. Right. Yeah. It's basically just the guardrails to life. But enough <laughs> explaining what a boundary is. I think we all fucking know what a boundary is. But what is a boundary that you've either like set for yourself recently or have just, you know, have thought about in recent months? Um, I recently set like a boundary for myself at work. Um, at my current workplace as much as it was like a godsend during COVID and the lockdown and as much as I do actually like the job um, it's getting to the point where there's more and more and more work being put on me specifically 
um, without any compensation or further compensation than what I already received. And like, so the boundary I put is not overworking myself because before I'd be like, okay, I have to do all these things and I have to manage the team and I have to report to the boss. And now it's kind of like, okay, if I don't get to something, I don't get to it. Like, I'm not going to break my back for a job that clearly is not appreciating me or any of my other coworkers at the moment. So it's like setting that boundary of like, okay, don't work, overwork, you know? Right. Like work to my my fullest, but don't, don't go over and beyond to try to impress someone who clearly is just at the moment doesn't care about his employees yeah you know yeah i feel that i feel like i've also kind of set a similar boundary for myself in the past eh, month or so because i feel like i definitely i'm a person that gets very worked up Mm -hmm. (laughs) by a lot of external factors that i can't control right like we can always control the things that we are doing our own personal actions and thoughts and whatever and and not other people's and so I found myself getting very just like bogged down and anxious about all of these external factors that I couldn't control pertaining to work. And I would just like wake up with anxiety and stress. I would go to sleep with anxiety and stress. Thank God for edibles, um, (laughs) which helped. But yeah, I just found myself just being on this like constant like uh like hamster wheel of just Mm. stress and anxiety and it was because i wasn't setting boundaries with myself in work and i think especially this year with work from home because that's what i've been doing for the past year um (laughs) you know it's been the biggest blessing but it's also been the biggest curse not curse but like it's also been curveball it's it's a curveball because you have to learn how to make time for yourself when you know when you wake up in the morning you go to brush your teeth you make your breakfast and then you go and sit down at a place in your house and do work and it's like everything kind of just like blends into each other Mm -hmm. and so i was getting very caught up in this idea of like oh well i guess i'll just work really late just to like because i'm home right like not because i necessarily need to or not because like i need to hit this specific deadline but just because like hey i'm here Mm -hmm. i've been sitting at this computer for eight hours why not add a couple more into that right. you know and that i realized yes there are days when that's okay because i think there are like sometimes it's like i'm setting myself up for the next day so that i'm not as like stressed out and going crazy right but when it becomes like an everyday thing with no end it's like okay well what like what is what good is this doing you you know because right. it's not no, like there's no work-life balance exactly and it's not like i could like be like oh like look how long i work because no one fucking knows i'm just <laughs> at home you know like so it's just like what point was i trying to prove with that like and the answer was no point so i'm right, just like exactly. i need to start developing this boundary of like kind of not caring as much like obviously still caring about the work that i'm doing and doing the best job that i possibly can but but like your clock but the thing the difference is is you still care about the work but now you set a boundary where you kind of where you like mentally clock out exactly so you still care but you know you're not on the clock so right it's going to be handled the next day exactly and once my computer is closed it's done yeah it's over for these hoes you know like (laughs) i'm not going to be answering slack so you could slack me until you're blue in the face and it's just like i'm not gonna do it because like if 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 i'm if i'm not concerned about it tonight then you shouldn't be concerned about it tonight and we can address it tomorrow morning right. you know what i mean so like that's probably been like the biggest 
boundary that I put up for myself in the past like month or so. Yeah, I think honestly, and I'm pretty sure most of our listeners are at some kind of nine to five, like Dimitri. Um, when your salary, the company, no matter how progressive they seem, are always using it as an excuse to make you work at midnight, to make you work on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so if you guys aren't aware of that or you're just now becoming aware of that, like, please set a boundary up. Yeah. Like, you could be getting a good salary, but that doesn't mean you have to work until you die you know like yeah take the breaks you're at home so it's a little hard i think and i think that's why it was hard for you because you couldn't you couldn't differentiate the time yeah because you're at home all right. day so right you know set those boundaries guys cause... Mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like it's so important especially for our mental health because like i wasn't outside of work and sleeping and eating <laughs> And watching stuff on the television. Like, I wasn't doing anything. Like, I wasn't really working out either. Like, it was just very... Every day was the same. Yeah. And even though every day is still the same, like, it, there there are, like, points at the day where I'm like, okay, I did this, and then I stopped, and then I did this, and, like, yeah. now I'm working out, which is, like, really good, and I feel like, like I'm actually doing something for myself versus just slaving away at this computer every day. Right. But it's all, it's really important, especially, like, I feel like people that work in entertainment and, like, agency life and stuff like that, like... Client-based services. Client-based services. Know. Like, the concept of a boundary is just out the fucking door. <laughs> and it's so wild. Especially, like, at our last job, like, there was... There, there was Literally, no on or off. Like, the switch was, was always on. <laughs> it was always on. And, and that's because our bosses just... We're so scared of losing clients or whatever mm-hmm. that they literally offered them 24-7 service. Literally. Well, offered us to them. Yeah. Because they weren't being bothered. Right. Like, we would know? we would work pretty, pretty fucking late. And, like, they're... Like, I set up boundaries with this job. Like, I couldn't deal with that job or else I probably would have been fired. But, um... <laughs> But, you know, that it is what it is. And I think, unfortunately, like, the entertainment industry, like, kind of, it, a lot of people act in that way, especially mm-hmm. with, like, the people at, like, networks and stuff like that. Like, for they have no fucking life at all. Like, at, it's very sad. Like, whenever I, like, see someone, like, emailing at, like, 9, 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, girl, A, I feel bad for your personal life. But right. B, like, save this in your drafts and hit send in the morning at 9 o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason, like... Because I think, I feel like that just also, like, even though I'm not responding to it <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night, like, it sets up this precedent of, like, I don't care about your time, yeah. you know, your time outside of the office. Like, I'm just going to email you at any given time, and, like, there's no consideration there. Right. And that's what I don't like, and that's why I think it's so important to set boundaries like that, because just because you're going crazy doesn't mean I'm going to go crazy with you. Yeah. No, ma'am, not here nor there. <laughs> mm. uh, it's funny that both of our like boundaries that we just shared had to do with work. Mm-hmm. So I'm still curious about like personal boundaries. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of any new ones that I've set up. The only constant boundary that I have is just like saying no. Mm. You know, like if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Um, but I'm not going to give like give you the runaround and act like I'm doing it or act like I'm thinking about it. Like if I don't want to do it, 
I normally am vocal. Like, I don't do that. Or, yeah. uh, no, nah, you guys go ahead and without me if, like, it's a group thing. Like, mm-hmm. You know? And just knowing that it's okay to be by myself, all like, whenever I want. And, like, yeah. setting boundaries with people. Because um, I know people who, who will just say yes mm-hmm. and do everything that their friends want to do and kind of always trying to fit in or feel a part of it. But it's like, if you're someone's friend, you're... You're always a part of something. Right, exactly. So there's no need for you to keep saying yes. Like, mm-hmm. we're adults, and if your friends can't handle you saying no, then... Yeah. That's a sign. Yeah. I think a personal one that, like, I had to, like, you know, put in place this year mm-hmm. was... I think, especially, with, like, when you're in groups of friends and and... It's not just like, oh, I'm your friend and like we don't have any other mutual friends. You, mm-hmm. Not that that's the exi- not that that's our friendship, but I'm saying like <laughs> like I think when it comes to certain groups of friends, there's always gonna be like, yes, we all love each other and blah blah blah, but I feel like sometimes there's like side conversations and things happening that maybe I mean, aren't Yeah, there's different re- in in a friend group, everyone has a different relationship with, with everyone another, else. Yeah. Yes. So of course in a larger friend group there's these people are going to know this thing and those people are going to have that type of relationship. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And with that, I think sometimes there's a little bit of like petty cash talking. Um, yeah. With, and not with every friend group. I'm not saying that this is like a thing, but like, I think in some, it, it, it naturally is a thing. Yeah. And it's not like a horrible thing, but I think there are sometimes needs to be a boundary put up of like what you will and what you won't, um, engage with. And I think, in recent months, there have been times where it's like people will come to me to like just like vent about another person that I know, and and yes, I'll always be here for you to like talk about it because like if you're having your own personal struggles, like and you're coming to me to like just vent to get it out and like help you through it, like great. But at the same time, it kind of becomes a conflict of interest when it's like when, when you, you know that other like person that they're talking about, right? Yeah. So it's like, how do I how do I engage without picking sides or sounding like I'm siding with this person and then like it gets back to that other person, you know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. I, in recent months, have been like, you know, hey, I know that like I'm your friend that you come to to vent and talk about all the things with, but when it comes to certain things and certain people, like I don't want to have those conversations because it makes it very awkward and uncomfortable for me because although that is your lived experience with this person, it's not mine. And now it feels like you're imposing your beliefs and thoughts about this person on me because you want me to have those same beliefs and thoughts. Yeah, exactly. And that's not fair. And I don't like when friends do that. And I don't think... I think a lot of times, like, it's not, like, done intentionally, like, oh, I want you to, like, be mad with me about this person, because that's... No, but it's just, like, human to have empathy, and so if they're frustrated, and you start, you're like, yeah, that is frustrating. Right, and then, like, you start developing another, like, sort of perspective on this person that wasn't your perspective to begin with, Yeah, and that's then not fair to... To that person. To that person, you know? (laughs) Um, So that's definitely a boundary that I've put up. Like, I won't engage in conversations that, like, I truly don't feel like I need to be a part of. Because, like, if I wasn't... If I wasn't in the room or if I didn't see it with my fucking eyes, like, I don't need to speak on it. Like, speak on it with whomever else, but, like, it's not my problem. Because, like, then you're... I don't know. It just becomes very draining. No, 100%. Like... Um, and I, I've kind of found a workaround with that. Like, I don't put the boundary of like, 
of yours of saying, hey, I'd, I, like, I won't engage in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone comes to me and is venting, you know, I let them and I listen. But my workaround is like, here's how I would handle that situation. Yeah. And to be honest, you really should go talk to them. Right. You know, like, so I'm giving them advice, but I'm also saying, like, stop talking to me about it. Go talk to them about it. Right. And here's how you can approach it if you want. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think that's like a different, that's the boundary I've set up because a part of me still wants to help that person. Right. So even if they're talking dick. about something that, you know, I'm like, okay, damn, you know, I'm still going to do it for you and like listen to you and give you the best advice that I can. Yeah. I feel that. Same. Yeah. I think that's a good, that's a good approach. <laughs> yeah. But yours is cool too. Like I know a lot of people who, who just shut down conversations like, hey, or like, you know, if it is your friend. Like, I've had to sometimes be like, yo, that's my friend. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're frustrated with them, completely understand. But, right. like, I don't want to hear you talk shit about them. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's... That's I like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, like, another one is, like... And I'm sure, like, a lot of people can relate. And I feel like I've been talking about it a lot as of late. Is, like, when you exit a relationship, a romantic relationship... And, you know, you take time to heal and do all the things and and process. I think you start to learn a lot about what you allowed Mm -hmm. in that relationship and what you won't allow moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I, I definitely am in that, like, stage of, like, now that I am in a new relationship, um setting boundaries for myself and not necessarily that I'm like communicating with my boyfriend but they're not I mean, for him. they're for you. Right. Like some some of them I am and then some of them are for me just because like I want to learn how to be a healthier version of of them in a relationship. Yeah. You know? And I think like one of the biggest things that and and it's something that we've talked about together is like making time for friends and just just friend time, not like a, oh, come hang with me and my friends. Because, okay. like, that's yeah. fun, too. And, like, I think we do a good job at that. And, I don't know, it's always, like, blending very well. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are times where I want to just hang out with you or with whomever or whatever. Mm-hmm. And not it be, like, this, this like, merging of... Of, of, like, yeah, oh, should I have invited them? Or, yeah, and not yeah. feeling guilty about that. I right. think I used to really feel guilty and sometimes was made to feel guilty about wanting just that like one-on-one time with whomever friend you Mm -hmm. know and um it was a conversation that we had recently because like like i had invited him over to my friend's house to watch drag race and at first he said yes and then one of his friends who we hadn't seen in a minute invited him to watch drag race and he was like is it okay if i go i was like absolutely like Mm -hmm. fuck it go have the best time of your life like don't (laughs) Don't worry about it because to me, like, I hate that, that feeling of like, I, like you're a possession of mine and I have, like, I don't want to ever make someone feel like I have control over them and vice versa. Or they have to like seek permission. Or they have to seek permission. Like, no, I want you to do and act as you see fit based on the way you used to act before you were with me. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you like made time for your friends when you wanted to make time for your friends and 
And I think that's so important and having that boundary for yourself as well as like communicating it is really important in relationships because I think some people get like lost in the sauce and I was definitely a person that got lost in the sauce and like I don't ever want to do that again because I know that I didn't feel good in it. I know that my partner didn't feel good in it and I think that's like a really good boundary to talk about. Like Mm -hmm. not everything always has to be together. There could be moments where you're alone and doing your thing and I'm alone and doing my thing. And then we can come together and do our thing together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. that's definitely one that has been uh, a thing as of late. That's good. I mean, to me, honestly, boundaries are like the way to keep yourself safe and healthy, like mentally, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's great protection. Yeah. You know, we love protection. Mm-hmm. We love vaccines. <laughs> we Condoms. Love prep. Prep. <laughs> you know, we love protection. Sunblock, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes uh, boundaries can be abused in a way that they weren't meant to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, when people use an excuse to like get out of something by saying it's a boundary mm-hmm. or like oh sorry I, I set a boundary with whatever so I can't do that right or you know like if it stops you from I don't know it just to me it's been always used in a way to kind of like just flake or get out of things or not take responsibility mm-hmm. for actions because they're like well I have a boundary set up so like, I right. can't really take responsibility for that because it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm protecting myself. Like, there's definitely an abusive side to it. Like, I feel like one is always saying, or like putting time limits on things, or like putting time limits on how long you spend with your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's kind of like, like you're penciling me in, so now we only have an allotted time mm-hmm. because you set this boundary up of only interacting with your friends. I don't know. To me, it's just like, it's like weird and it's hurtful because mm-hmm. it's like, so I can't like, you know, because sometimes the best days are you and someone just spending the whole day together not realizing how much time has passed right. and just letting that day organically naturally happen Mm -hmm. but then to always be put on like oh actually i'm leaving in five minutes so Mm -hmm. we gotta wrap it up yeah like i don't know to me that's abusing a boundary like it's an in you're not taking into consideration the other person right and it's very selfish to the point where it's not like protection it's like i don't know it's like a force field that won't allow anything in yeah no i feel that i think I think some people, and maybe they're more toxic people, I don't know. <laughs> like, because I feel like it being that boundaries are such a hot topic, like, especially the past few months and year, blah, blah, blah. I think that some people have a, a misunderstanding of it and do it as a way of, like, yes, protecting themselves at the end of the day, but also in a way kind of avoiding having to have hard conversations with themselves right Right. so it's like for example like maybe you have a friend that like i don't know isn't and isn't in a healthy relationship for example and like you've had conversations with them in the past and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden they're like you know my boundaries like i'm not talking about this anymore like blah blah blah. and it's like okay respect that sure but 
is the reason you're setting up this boundary because you don't want to deal with things, you know, and you don't want to process your own shit. Therefore, like now all of a sudden you don't want to talk about something or you don't want to do something because like you're scared of actually like coming to terms with whatever it is that you are going through in your mind, you know? I think that's a really like unhealthy way of establishing boundaries because it's like when you're doing it because like you're just doing it, it's more like fear-based. Like you just like, Fear-based or you're just, like, not ready to deal with shit. Yeah, you're just, you're you're scared of the outcome. So, like, I feel like people use it in arguments. They're like, I'm not going to argue with you right now mm-hmm. when you're in this mood. Mm-hmm. Or I am not going to, I'm not going to have a conversation when I'm angry. Right. And it's just like, yes, anger is this thing that we should can control. But in the middle of an argument, sometimes anger is how we get... A certain thought or point across right and by you shutting down that conversation with a boundary mm-hmm. it's because you you don't want to hear what they're gonna say yeah you know they're gonna you know they're about to check you or you know they're about to like not shade you or anything but just tell you the harsh truth mm-hmm. and then you're saying well i'm not ready for that truth so i'm gonna just be like oh i have a boundary we right i don't, I don't argue or i don't communicate that way like, yeah you know, it's it's always like a really hard defesh, defesh, <laughs> defesh uh-huh. defense mechanism mm-hmm. that ends up just like pushing everyone away. And yeah, then you're kind of left exactly. Yourself. I think people sometimes probably get the two things confused, like a, a defense mechanism, like you're saying, and then a, a, a healthy boundary, right? right? Because like. Yes, there there definitely is some overlap mm-hmm. because like you go into defense when something doesn't feel good or doesn't feel right or you've experienced some sort of trauma and you don't want to feel it again and therefore you put up this like blocker, right? Yeah. And there's a difference between that and a healthy boundary of like, yes, this makes me feel some type of way, but I'm going to communicate to you that like I'm not running from this situation. I'm not putting up a block, but I need to, like, go about dealing with it in a different way, you know? Like, right. it's it's a very weird, fine line that I think a lot of people have to um, sort of, like, understand for themselves um, and un- try to, like, try to, like, break it down as, like, am I being healthy in this situation by putting up this boundary? Or am I just, like we said, like, running away from shit that I probably need to talk about yeah. or deal with? And I know? think... I think the way people can maybe combat that is how or what they're exactly what exactly they're saying during Mm -hmm. the argument. So, like, I think the unhealthy way would be like you're arguing, you're like, you know what, I'm not going to talk to you when you're like this. And then you kind of walk away Mm -hmm. where I think the healthier way is just like, look, we're, we're both frustrated and I completely understand where you're coming from. And I really want to talk about this. But. I think I need to process this and mm-hmm. get my thoughts in order so I can effectively communicate with you. Yeah. So you're telling them, hey, we do need to stop arguing right at this moment because I'm at my point. But you're also letting them know that you know the conversation's not over, mm-hmm. that you're going to continue it, and you'll probably have a more effective conversation a more productive conversation because both of you had had time to kind of chill and gather your thoughts where that first response you just already completely shut everything down right so the other person's like well fuck it we're not going to talk about this and then it just starts building and building and building Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i also think like 
as 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 people our age, I think a big eighteen. 18 and you know <laughs> young and fresh um, but I think like people our age like late 20s early 30s um, I think a really big boundary that that starts to come up is with our parents mm-hmm. um, because I think as you know growing up we, you know our, we looked to our parents for everything. advice or whatever yeah. and everything you know and, or we would if our parents told us not to do something, we would have to listen to them and, and yada, yada, yada. And I think, you know, as you get older, that obviously starts changing because you become an adult that's in charge of your own life, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I think with parents, as we get older and become more defined in our own morals and values and way of life, we have to start developing boundaries that protect ourselves because our views may no longer match up or align as they once did when we were children and just followed suit with whatever they were doing, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think, you know, like, uh, obviously there are certain things that you're going to talk about with your parents and some, some things that you're not going to talk about with your parents and like that within itself is a boundary, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go ahead and like divulge all this information about like, a new relationship because like that's something that like I'm protecting you know like mm-hmm. and that's something that I'm navigating and and want to be comfortable with before I bring that information to my parents yeah, my parents yeah. whatever you know like um, or even like random shit like the way I dress or express myself or whatever like I think in the past I would let things get to me or like comments get to me as to like oh I don't like this or you know, this is this is Daki or you know right. shit like that and now I'm just like I put up this boundary of like not entertaining it so like if, if a comment is made I nod my head and I move on yeah. because it's like engaging with that is pointless mm-hmm. and um, I think our parents sometimes are very set in their ways that mm. it's like nothing you say or do will change that. So in order to not get into a heated screaming match, it's probably best to just set a boundary and know that certain topics are going to be off limit mm-hmm. and not discuss. And yeah. that's fair and valid. You yeah. know? I think, um, like, with my mom, like every other mother, um, they always give an opinion mm. when you... When you didn't ask for you it. You literally did not <laughs> ask for it. You know? And, like, the the one that I remember most clearly right now was your birthday last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wore an earring that I liked, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I leave to go to the party. On the way there, I get a text from my mother, like, oh, that earring looked... Uh, cheesy mm-hmm. like that looked cheap like you got it at a thrift store like just going off about this earring and I was just like what like I was with Roxanne and Crystal mm-hmm. we were high and then so I just get hit with this message and I'm just like what the fuck bro like right. that was so aggressive and so inconsiderate and out of nowhere and like I responded and I responded in a way like I don't know I was like oh Sorry, I don't remember asking for your opinion. Mm-hmm. And she got pissed and she was like, Why are you talking to me like that? Mm-hmm. And I just had to let her know, I was like, You literally sent me this unprovoked. Right. Like, 
knowing that I probably liked it because I was wearing exactly. it. Exactly. And now you're telling me when I'm already leaving the house that you think it looks ugly. So now I'm like, oh my God, do I look like an idiot? Right. You know, like I think I literally asked Rox, I'm like, does this area look fine? I was like, mm-hmm. do I look okay or should I take this off? Mm-hmm. You know? And they were like, no, you look good. Like, I don't know. So, and like the next day I talked to my mom and I was like, that was unprovoked. Like, imagine you're walking out and I'm just like, oh, you look fat. Right. You know? So right. like I set up that phys- that boundary with her, like rather than like on just my side, like how you are like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. talk about it or I'm not going to engage. I went to the source and I was like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to tell me if you don't like it. Right. That's fine. Keep it to yourself. Right. Because you already know me, so everything I do is with intention. So if I'm going out of the house, mm-hmm. there's no reason for you to ask me, are you leaving looking like that? Right. Because yes, you that's what me. I planned. Correct. You exactly. Know? So some, sometimes your boundaries, you need to like phys- physically, <laughs> you need to physically grab it. <laughs> uh, no, you just need to actually express that. Express it to them. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, like, obviously you can do what you want, but... Right. Your mom's going to keep saying those things. You know? <laughs> Bitch, it hasn't happened since. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> you know? I don't know. Well, I don't know if you had that conversation with your mom. Because you right now you said it was kind of like on your side. Like, mm. you're just not going to engage with it. I think for future... It hasn't happened since then. I think the last time it happened, I was like, okay, and? Okay. Like... So you think my nails are tacky and what, like, did I ask? No, like, (laughs) I was like, okay, I was like, well, it's my body, my choice. And I will continue to operate in that fashion, just like I do with everything else that I do. Uh Because at the end of the day, I'm paying for my things and you can't have a say in like how I decide to use my money. You know what I mean? Um, And if I want to have really colorful, tacky nails, nails, it is what it is, you know? Um, And I can't let that affect my, like, psyche or just, like, moving forward in life because I feel like, and this has been a conversation uh, that's been happening a lot recently, is, like, I feel like as children, we were so... And I'll speak for myself. Like, I think there, (laughs) in many ways, I was stifled... In certain areas of my life, whether it be like creatively or like the way I wanted to express myself out of fear that I would be judged or critiqued or whatever. And I really like let that get to me for Mm -hmm. a very long time. I think maybe up until like this past year, like I was very scared of how you know, people would perceive me, especially my parents, or, you know, what they would say or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And now I've just gotten to a point of like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, fool. Because it's my life to live and you may not understand it. You may not get it at points and that's fine. Like, we're two very different people. I'm not telling you that you need to co-sign on everything <laughs> and like, and, and be happy about every choice that I make because no, yeah. I'm... They're my decisions to make, you know? So, so yeah. Very relatable. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that I never did just because fear of what my parents or specifically my like dad would say at the time. Right. Like, because he's just a homophobic man in general. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Oh my God. Hello. Someone's breaking in. What the fuck is that? Not bringing donuts. It's Donut Friend. It's vegan. Oh. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> well, on that note. Okay, so yeah, on that note, this conversation's over. Yeah, goodbye. They, they ruined Just it. Just kidding. Fuck. No. Um, <laughs> what's our, our what do we call them? Our, our claim, claim of, of the week. week. I was to say our bop of the week. Which our bop. Is basically, what it is most of the time. Correct. That was a that was a thing on my old YouTube channel. PBT <laughs> to that. Um, but yeah, our claim of the week. My claim of the week this week. Ah, fuck. You know what? I'm gonna say. The Dionne corset top in pistachio. Okay, that well, uh, <laughs> it's, it's my thought of the week of if Guys, I should buy it or not. All you, all of Dimitri's friends, I need you to DM him, tweet him, <laughs> and force him to get the Dionne corset <laughs> tank. He doesn't want to treat himself. I just have spent too much money. Anyways, who cares? My... Money is a con- it's a construct. <laughs> this is true. My claim of the week is probably, and maybe it was a claim of the week previously, but Zara Larson's. Poster Girl oh. um, album, specifically like po- the song Poster Girl and the song right here. I don't know why, but they are just like pop perfection. I like. You like FFF? Yeah. Interesting. It's I... cool. I like the like the melody and the harmonies and stuff, and mm-hmm. the song's pretty fun. So I like it too. Right here, I don't know. It's right like... here does it. Like, yeah. Right. Right here and Poster Girl. And like Love Me Land, of course, yeah, that's are like the Destiny's Child of this album, like mm-hmm. the three like top songs. Yes, um, but yeah, I love it, and I told myself that I'm going to do something with right here um, that will happen soon. So, wonder when that could be. Wonder what you know. Oh my God. We'll see. It's all about putting myself out there and expressing myself in new ways. <laughs> What's your claim okay, of the week? Okay, coral fixation. <laughs> um, my claim of the week is music related. Mm-hmm. Of course. Obviously, always. Um, but it's my new AirPod Maxes in sky blue. AirPod Maxes? What's that? Oh my god, those are the over-the-ear Apple headphones. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, That are gotcha. like $600. Uh, and you bought them? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I only li- I got them today. Mm-hmm. I only listened to one song on it because I was like doing a whole bunch of shit today. So I was like, let me lis- listen to one song. Mm-hmm. They're so magical. Mm. Like I specifically bought them because I know a lot of artists are releasing new music like this week, next week, and I was like, my to get into an album like Dimitri, you listen to in a car, mm-hmm. which I do too. But to get the full experience, I literally like smoke a joint. L- l- sit in the dark and just listen to the music. Like, that's how I listen to Chromatica. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I was just headphones listening to the actual songs. Mm. And, like, you know, so my AirPod Maxes are my claim. I'm going to have them forever. <laughs> you know? Love that for you. Love that for me. Love. You have a flop of the week? My flop of the week, love. Hmm. Hmm. My flop of the week. My flop of the week is like, it's like a flop, but a claim at the same time. It's weird. But as much as I wanted to like hate Justin Bieber Peaches, I've really come to like it. But with that being said, I will say my flop is like the fact that he included like two MLK interludes in his album. Dude, what the fuck were those? That has nothing to do with justice or like activism or anything like that. So... That will be my flop of the week because I just think it's very bizarre and like should have. been It's inappropriate. Yo, 
inappropriate for a white boy who's already been accused of appropriation. From Canada. To <laughs> u- yes, to use MLK speeches in an album that has nothing to do with the the fight that black people go through exactly. in America. So it was literally so disrespectful. I don't know who co-signed that. Neither do I. I mean... But, I would like to have a word. You know, besides the point, Peaches is a catchy song. It I don't, is. I'm not going to say it's a good song. I'm saying it's a that catchy song. It's a catchy song. They knew what they wanted. Mm-hmm. It was a waste of a Give Me On feature. Correct. Daniel Caesar, whomst is he? Like it, it was just weird. <laughs> but you know, I still listen to the song. It's yes. stupid though. It's yes. literally a dumb song. Mm-hmm. But I, I love this audience that we have here. Just lo- literally live studio at audience. Us. <laughs> this is the future. Yeah. Uh, my flop of the week is um, capitalism. Always. Period. Flop of our entire life. Flop of human creation. Yeah. Whoever said working Monday through Friday 9 to 5 is a thing that we should do is stupid. For little <laughs> money. You know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyways. Well, anyways. See you later. See you later, loves. Make sure you follow us on baggageclaim.mp3, which is our Instagram. And at Twitter, at um, baggageclaimmp3. And yeah, and we'll, we'll see, see you, you next, next time. time. Bye. Bye. Okay.